I am a brain in a jar, untethered from time and space, here to present grim tales of the future. Enjoy. We have a fantastic story for you today. But first, a word from our sponsor. Do you want to get high? I mean, like, really high. I mean, like, dangerously, irresponsibly high. The kind of high you just can't get through conventional agricultural practices. If you want to get ripped in ways you didn't think possible, the good folks at Indramna Farms have strains of genetically modified cannabis that will knock your socks off. Strains like Bullet Cluster Cough, which contains a mathematically nonsensical 117% THC, or Acapulco Latinum, the sativa that makes you glow in the dark. If you're more partial to indicas, how about omniscient cookies, the sentient ganja that whispers secrets to the universe to you as it burns out of existence. What has science wrought? The best weed in the local group. That's what. Andromeda Farms. Marijuana. Better than God makes it. And now, the voice from the void. Her symptoms began in the lower stratosphere, much earlier than expected. Shortness of breath, elevated heart rate, and sweating overcame her as she passed through the ozone layer. By the time she reached the mesosphere, she was disoriented and hallucinating. She finally lost consciousness in the thermosphere, just out of reach of the stars. She woke up in the hospital, alone. Now she sat by the window and watched the clouds go by, tall and shaped like anvils, green and orange and rusty brown. They were beautiful from a distance, but she knew, as everyone did, that they were the reason she could not leave, why no one could leave. The air had trapped them all. A door opened behind her and she turned around. Another doctor, young and affable, he held a clipboard and wore a bright tie that said he was good with patience. Perhaps they thought he could get through to her. Hannah? He said. Can I call you Hannah? She stared at him silently. Hannah, I'm Dr. Frakes. I'm glad to see you're awake. We weren't sure you'd make it. Hannah looked out of the window. Well, I didn't, she said. No one does. Dr. Frakes frowned and looked at his clipboard. I see this was your second attempt at departure. From your symptoms, I would say your addiction has intensified. I'm sure you know that's one of the risks of sudden withdrawal. Hannah turned back to the window and crossed her arms. I don't have to tell you, the doctor continued, what a third attempt could mean. Hannah turned to him, and he could see that she was about to cry. He always hated this part, but he did not look away. Have you ever thought about leaving? She said. I mean, really thought about it. Frakes sat the clipboard on the table by the door. Everyone goes for a phase, he said. But I was born here, just like you. I couldn't survive five minutes outside this planet's atmosphere. He shrugged. I suppose that's the price of paradise. 
and it was paradise. Spring was in full bloom, families playing in the nearby park and couples lounged in the grass. Dr Fricks let Hannah out to enjoy it, and she took a walk around the lake, trailed by the specialist in departure syndrome. New arrivals staggered along the shore with wide eyes and placid faces. The first few days were always the most intoxicating. A group of teenagers sat in a circle, taking turns holding their breath, exploring the boundaries of their addiction. The eyes glazed over when they finally breathed in, and then they collapsed in laughter. Hannah watched them for a moment, and then turned to her shadow, who stood with his nose over a clipboard, taking notes. I'm tired, she said. I want to go back. The psychologist nodded, but never looked up. When she opened the door to her room, she found Dr. Frakes sitting by the window, watching the sunset. I always feel better after a good walk, he said as he stood. Hannah walked over, sat on her bed and kicked off her shoes. When can I go? Her voice was flat, almost a sigh. Dr. Frakes picked up his clipboard and took a note, and then looked at her. As soon as we're sure, you're not going to try to depart again. Hannah threw up her hands and pulled at her hair. What difference does it make? You just said I probably wouldn't survive it. Why do you care if I go through with it again? Dr. Frakes pursed his lips and tapped his chin with his pencil. It's my job. He almost looked surprised as he said this, as if he had just thought of it. He opened his mouth to say something else, but stopped himself. His eyes caught the clock on the wall as a smile spread across his face. Oh, he said. It's almost time. He ran over to the window, pulled the curtains back as far as they would go, and pointed to a spot on the horizon. There they go, he said. A point of fire ascended into the sky and trailed a thin white ribbon across the sunset. Down in the park, the couples looked up at the sky and followed it with their eyes, and the teenagers settled onto their backs and watched through the trees. Hannah walked over to where Dr. Frakes stood. I don't understand why they even allow the ships to leave. Why don't they just ground them or demolish the departure gate? Dr. Frakes looked at Hannah as if she slapped him. What? He said, and miss all this? Hannah looked out the window and followed the ship up into the clouds. Do you think they'll make it? She said. Dr. Frakes' eyes never left the window. He just raised his hands and crossed his fingers. Then the small points of light descended from the clouds like electric snowflakes and answered her question. Skatepods was all she could say. Dr. Frakes turned away from the window, tore a piece of paper from his clipboard and handed it to her. You're free to go. Hannah took it, thanked him and put on her shoes. Hannah, Dr. Frakes said when she reached the door. Why do you go? She turned around and shrugged. It's... something to aim for. Hannah walked out of the front door of the hospital, then stopped and took a deep breath. Warmth spread over her body, her muscles hummed, her mind relaxed. She had felt this rush countless times, but it was never better than after a return. Then she put her hand in her pocket, took out Dr. Frake's note, opened it, and leaned into the light of a street lamp. Better luck next time, was all it said. She left all the way to the departure gate. 
Thanks for listening. Andromeda Farms was written by Klaus Brenner. The Escape Artist was written by Dr. Brandon Winter. The Voice from the Void was Sarah Nightmare. To hear more of her work or to commission a voiceover, visit fiverr.com slash Nightmare. Music was by Two Dudes, Dresden, The Flamingo, and Chelsea McGo via Soundstripe. You can reach us at killallclones at gmail.com. We'll be back on February 11th. Farewell. Farewell.